TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back to a Friday along with Bob Fesco. I'm Josh Klingler, B-Dub. Our producer slash musical director. And Fridays sometimes need a little juice. You do. You got to have a little juice, right? I like the juice. So, sometimes, and then sometimes you just stumble upon talent. You do. And you need to latch onto that talent before someone else discovers the talent. Which is what I did with Josh, employee of the quarter, by the way. How about that? <laughs> Parked it on the curb today, folks. I, by, by the way, your Jeep was just towed. Oh, was it really? Yeah, no. it, was, it was towed. I threw yeah. it off of the curb maybe on purpose yeah. today. So Come on, Odyssey. Not only took that spot, threw but I threw your keys in slow motion. I put on the curb and in. threw my keys at the valet. We don't have a valet here. Oh, crap. Yeah, you're screwed. That's what that person. You better activate that GPS real quick. <laughs> Who was that person? I don't know. I haven't checked on in a while. Make sure it's still there. Uh, but also uh, discovered uh, yesterday, Bob. Yep. Not only... Does everybody downstairs always win, like, the office uh, uh, March Madness pools? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they can rock the mic. They can. Right. And so, maybe here on Fridays, we get the weekend started. Right. With some vocal stylings each and every week. Vocal stylings from Lynn from downstairs, who last night at our company party blew the roof off the place with her rendition of Roy Orbison's song, Pretty Woman. Well, actually, I was doing it as my alter ego, Lurleen, the trailer court queen. Okay, Lurleen, the trailer yeah. court queen. All right, the, ran, uh, the Rancho Verde trailer court mm-hmm. establishment. Sounds sounds beautiful. Twenty seven cement pads, twenty seven aluminum showplace homes. Some of them are available now uh, for your. We get we do have an opening on pad seventeen. It's um, it's uphill from the dumpster, but downhill uh, from the clubhouse, quote unquote. So you pretty much get the best of both worlds. You got single and double wides there? Oh, no. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Which do you prefer? The got single wide or the double wide? Honey, you let yeah. me know how wide you need, and we will get you set up. All right. Wi-Fi uh, and everything? Oh, free Wi-Fi, too? Oh, I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, I like we got that. the Wi-Fi. Right. HBO? <laughs> well, it's it's like it's W-I-I-F-I-I, so it's the service is spotty sometimes. Oh, gotcha. It's not. It's kind of a cut rant Wi-Fi. So you're going to sing this rendition of Roy what, what, Orbison's. What is, it? What, what, what is your name again? Lurlene, L-U-R-L-E-N-E, mm-hmm. the trailer court queen. Okay. All right. And uh, I apologize for the pitch of my voice. is a little lower today. I think. Uh, you I sung think, your heart out. Well, and, and there's a, a plethora of tiny beers being served. Oh, uh, yes. Those little shots that they call tiny beers. That's right. Yeah, a lot of shots. Like, what are those, like 16? Yeah. 16 ounces? 16 ounces. Those That's a small beers? beer for Lurleen, the trailer park queen. <laughs> B-Dub, you ready? I'm a oh, I'm born ready. All right. Are you ready? You ready, Lurleen? I'm ready. All right, kick it off, B-Dub. All right. All right, let us go to... 
I don't think three, you're born ready. I gotta, I gotta. Three. I will. Two. One. I will say, uh, I would like to apologize for what I'm about to do to this song. Trashy woman. Yeah, that's what I am. Trashy woman. I cook with jello and spam. Trashy woman. If I have to, I'll be a nag. Keep your pit bull off my green shack. Trashy woman in polyester dress. Trashy woman, my trailer is a mess. Trashy woman. My velvet Elvis hangs on the wall next to the macrame of Pope John Paul. If he weren't dead, he'd say mercy. Trashy woman, I'll wrap my hair. Trashy woman, shake my derriere. Trashy woman, I'll dress like Cher for you. This trashy woman wants you to stay. The dogs is neutered and the cats is spayed. And Bubba won't be home from jail for 30 days. Cause you need me Don't put up a fight Keep wearing that blindfold Make sure them ropes is tied Trashy woman Ain't your average gal Trashy woman We'll dine at Golden Corral Trashy woman Passion's about to burst Or would you rather just get drunk first I'll satisfy your appetites With PBR and Barry White No conversation, don't waste my time your body and not your mind yeah your body will do just fine <laughs> yeah. 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 trashy woman trashy woman very good she's prepared are we gonna are we gonna have to have her make brett veach town into a real song absolutely now? Yes. Have you oh, heard I'm Brett Veach Town? I have yet? not heard Brett Veach Town. Play a little Brett Veach Town for her, and she can and definitely correct the pitch. You, well, well, I don't know about that. I thought my pitch was pretty good in there, but if we can get her to re-record Brett Veach Town, yeah. it's the remix. You know the song, right? Okay. I'm, I'm picking up on it. Well, we're living here in Brett Beach Town. Without him, Patrick is not around. Out in Arrowhead, they're winning games, throwing touchdowns, popping champagne. And Travis is catching the ball. Willie Gay is defending them all. And her sacks are coming from Chris Jones. Sky's making plays, we need more parades. And we're living here in Brett Beach Town. Dun, 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 dun. 
That's that's a little rough. Yeah. That's a. Are you getting stabbed in the gut when you're singing this? Back no, off, Lorraine. No, I'm trying my best. No, that was that was. I, I figured somebody was trying to mess with you while you were no, while no, you were that, singing. That was, that was, I can't was, I can't talk. I mean, you know, a lot of times you just gotta go ahead and aim at the pitch, and right. every once in a while you'll find it. You'll find it. But that's a good song. Right? <laughs> we're trying to get Billy Joel to play it at Arrowhead when even he's a, here. Even a blind nut finds a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, valid, valid questions from the uh, the text line, 913-586-7610. For future episodes, will uh, Lurleen take requests? Oh, absolutely, if I can work something up. Okay. Yeah. All right. What do, you, what do you have on tap for that next That was incredible. Friday? What exactly did I just tune into? Right. I hope Bob is taking notes. No. New sheriff in town. Yeah. Weekly alarm for Lurleen is set. Yep. Oh, uh, this is uh this is what happens when you gather at happy hour and then <laughs> you put the big brain trust together, you know. Outside the confines of standard office uh decorum. That's know. right. Seems to the me extra creativity falls out of the sky. Done this before. It falls nope. out of somewhere. It really and does, yes. True magi- musician. I didn't see a there's not a lyric there, in There's front nothing. Of her. No. No, that was all from the top of her head. She's fantastic. No, I had I had worked this up ahead of time. It wasn't improvised. I oh, had, I, I worked it up ahead of time. Yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, I have done improvisation. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's a little easier if you can figure it out ahead of time. Okay, I got you. Know, you. Then you don't have dead air or stumbling or so let me ask you this. What are we singing next Why week? Why is she looking at us when she says that? I, I'm, I'm trying not to make eye contact. <laughs> it's, not, it's much better if you I'm come prepared. Point, yeah. I'm not pointing fingers. Uh-huh. Point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did it just get cold in here? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Very cold. <laughs> so what do you want her to sing next week, guys? What do you think? A little uh, red hot chili peppers, maybe? <laughs> You got you got a little red hot Lurleen chili peppers. Has some red hot chili peppers in her. Uh, you know, that was uh, that was one of the songs I I covered. Can you I give did... us a little taste of that? Do you have a Christmas song? I do have a Christmas oh, like, song. What do you got? Um, it's an original Christmas song that if I um, could give him the uh, music to, we could probably work that up a little later. All right, we could do that for next, next Friday. Yeah, yeah we could do a Christmas, Christmas song. song. Yeah, yeah, a little, little right. rockabilly, right. a little white trash Christmas song. All, All right. right, we're in on that. All next right. Friday, nine o'clock. Lurleen, thank Boat. you very much. Again, where are the details if someone wants a, a, a pad in, the, in that neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's the court uh, at again? So uh, it's Lost Wallet, Missouri. And as you're heading on down to the Ozarks, there's that giant billboard that says Walnut Bowls this exit, and uh, the entrance is right behind that sign. Okay, okay very, very good. good. Very good. They got the. Just up for the dumpster, still available. It's Lurleen. Walnut Thank bowls. Thank you for and Wi-Fi. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lurleen. All right. Uh, the roundtable uh, brought to you by Kansas Lottery. I Proudly. Think we're done here. <laughs> Matt McBullen from Chiefs.com is going to join us for the roundtable next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Don't forget to catch Patrick Mahomes on The Drive every Monday at 2.15 with CDOT on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Trashy woman, yeah, that's what I am, trashy woman. I cook with jello and spam, trashy woman. If I have to, I'll be an egg. Keep your pit bull off my green shack. Trashy woman in polyester dress. Trashy woman, my trailer is a mess. Trashy woman. My velvet Elvis hangs on the wall. 
next to the macrame of Pope John Paul. That's Lurleen, the... If he weren't dead, he'd say mercy. Trailer Park Queen. That's right. And now, Matt McMullen at Chiefs.com has to follow that. What did you write for today, Matt, as you join us on the the roundtable brought to you by the Kansas Lottery? Well, first of all, happy Red Friday. Thank you, you as well. Second Thank of you. all, how in the world can I follow that? <laughs> you don't. You don't. <laughs> I'm in the parking lot listening to you guys, and I hear that. I'm like, all right, now it's my turn. <laughs> I'm not singing today. Okay. All right, all right. Maybe next time. Yeah. yeah so. I, sorry, I forgot to prep you on that. I'm like, could you have a... A, uh, a remake a of a Roy Orbison song. Uh, a tune that you could uh, yeah, full alternate parody. lyrics for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can't follow that. You just can't. You just got to move on. No, man. I'm here. Yeah. But, yeah. It's like whoever follows Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, you know, in 20 years from now. Or like, Andy Reid's head or coach. Or Andy Reid's yeah, head coach yeah. when Nagy takes over. Like, what am I supposed to do? How do I follow this? Just right? Solve it. You just can't. Yeah, I've thought about that from time to time. Like in 15 years when, I mean, hopefully we are able to go from like Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. Right. Right. right yeah. But I mean, it's going to be hard for that individual. So let's enjoy this while we have it. Has there ever been, though, another Favre to Rodgers type of transition at quarterback in um, this league? Montana to Young. Montana to yeah. Young was yeah. good, yeah. But there's not many of them, right? And that's, but that was, yeah, that was so And at weird. least Montana and Young, they won a lot of Super Bowls, the two of them. Favre and Rodgers are severely underachieving. I mean, with the, with this one Super Bowl apiece, I mean, that's you look at that and you go, we didn't get our money's worth. Yeah, really, it's really, it's really Montana to Young. What, did, what year did Young win in? 89, 90, somewhere. But I mean, that. like what year at quarterback? Probably just a couple, in, you know, like, yeah. The, yeah, they weren't far removed between the two of them winning titles. Right. I mean, Favre and Rodgers were a little bit farther away. Yeah, you know? got like 10 you got, years you got two away, Hall of yeah. Fame quarterbacks, no doubt about it. But in terms of like the winning, um, uh, there's no one probably even close to that. No, not at all. Not at all. Montana and Young are probably that duo. So it's very hard is what we're saying. So you following Lurleen is going to be whoever follows Patrick Mahomes. My God, I wouldn't want to be you at this point in time. Right. Yeah, But here I am. You know, I still came in. I could have driven away. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe Matt Tex is like, I am not doing this. <sighs> I'm out of here. And going the other direction. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, though, the, the quarterback and the MVP. And three of us are really biased. He, Patrick Mahomes is the MVP of this team. How can anybody truly make a realistic case for anybody else? to be the MVP of this league, knowing that Mahomes lost his guy and is playing better than he was a year ago. First of all, I think Jalen Hurts is a great player, but Patrick Mahomes is obviously the MVP of the NFL. And I think we knew this back in 2018, that this was going to happen a lot, that everyone is so used to his greatness and expecting it every single year that, you know, he can't win the MVP, right? It has to be somebody else. And every single year, I think we've seen that. We had the same conversation in 2020 when the Chiefs went 14-2 and and Patrick Mahomes had an incredible season. And it wasn't like he was even in consideration for it, right? And I think he should have been. And this year, he leads the NFL in passing yards, passing touchdowns, uh, leading this team to uh, the second-best record right now in terms of the tiebreaker with the Bills and the AFC. Uh, Despite losing perhaps his best offensive weapon and the most explosive explosive player in all of football uh, this offseason. And so, not to mention the best wide receiver in Chiefs history. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he makes everyone else <laughs> around him better. I mean, you guys were talking about that earlier, bringing all these new players in this year and for it still to be the most explosive offense and the top scoring offense in the NFL. It's amazing what he's done. I think he's obviously the MVP of the NFL this year. Well, and it also goes back to Andy Reid, too. Like, I, I swear to God, we take this guy for granted. Not us here in Kansas City, but I just think the NFL world takes Andy Reid for granted. And what Andy Reid does every year, year in and year out, to, to revolutionize and, and rejuvenate and rebuild, especially this year with this offense, like, enough of taking Andy Reid for granted, too. 
Why is the head coach of the year award supposed to be for a coach that wasn't supposed to be good? Right. That That's year? what we I've say all the that. time. Some loser that you never heard of wins it and he's fired in they two years. They go a longer distance to get yeah. there so they get more credit. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. It's always the coach where, hey, we didn't think you'd be any good. And, hey, you were pretty good, so you're the coach of the year. Andy Reid <laughs> should be the coach of the year. Not even pretty good. It's average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you make the playoffs, you're the seventh seed. Like yeah. Coach Reid, I think, should be the coach of the year almost every year, it seems like, with what he's able to do with this roster and turn things around. And what's so amazing about Coach Reed is how he's adapted throughout his career. So a lot of coaches have their system, right? Like their thing that they do and they implement it and it works for a while. Mm -hmm. One of the things I looked up last year was the Chiefs run shotgun more than any team in the league, right? Always in the shotgun. In 2000, in Coach Reed's first year in Philadelphia, he ran a shotgun formation one time. The whole season. The whole season. So one play? One play in the shotgun. Everything else <laughs> under center. So that Are shows you kidding me? how he's adapted over the times. How the hell did right? you find that information? It, it took a full day of digging. Didn't get anything else done. It's a great stat. We yeah. got to keep telling it to people too. Cause like, I spent a whole day finding this thing. <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. Why did you just call up to Andy and go, how many times you run the shotgun? At <laughs> yeah, 2000? You probably know. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But that's what amazes me about him is that he's adapted over the years and he's always a step ahead of everyone else. And it's not just his system. It's just his genius that he applies to football. What did he do on that one play in the shotgun? That I don't remember. You don't remember. Yeah. That. Gotta find probably that incomplete, right? Yeah, He's right. like, ah, let's not do that anymore. Probably snapped it over his head. Yeah. Center wasn't used to it either. You know? right. Yeah. My God, there's nobody under my butt. What Fire, am I doing? Fired it past the, uh, the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But also, he may have been on the front of uh, uh, adapting to the college game. Remember, he's, he's talked about that as well, too. You know, we saw the college game for a while, and we're like, well, I don't know how many of these quarterbacks are going to evolved to to the pros that they're not running pro stuff anymore. Right. And, and he is morphed into that as well. Like being very accommodating of what a lot of the colleges were doing and how they were playing. And that's been incorporated in, into what they do and what the NFL does now too. Yeah. The idea is making your scheme conducive to your personnel. And I think that's another problem with a lot of coaches and at every level nowadays is they have their scheme mm -hmm. and their system and you're going to fit into it. No yeah, matter what. We've and, been saying that for years with a lot of these guys. Like, I, we, we, I can't think the eye-opening one for us was Gary Pinkle. You know, going around and doing this spread offense and having success with it. And we're like, wow, he's really adapting to the guys that he has on his roster. Like, it's like, how unique is that? That's part of the reason why Andy Reid is still coaching and Todd Haley isn't. Yeah, it's very unique. And a lot of coaches aren't able to do that because they have their system that's worked everywhere they've been. Like I think about when Rich Rodriguez went to Michigan, mm -hmm. right? And didn't have any spread kind of players, but that was his system. And it didn't work when he was there. For Coach Reed, when he brings players in, he makes the offense conducive to what they do best. Yeah. And when you got Patrick Mahomes in here, let's run a spread offense, basically. This is what you ran uh, in high school. This is what you ran at Texas Tech, and it's obviously working here in the NFL. Yeah, so why, like, I don't understand. I, I guess I do understand, because ego does get in the way, and these coaches think they're know-it-alls, and they don't understand that sometimes if you take a step back and look at your personnel and say, hey, you can do that. Let me put you in the best possible position to succeed. Even if I'm not going to get the credit for it, we're going to win, and everybody's going to be happy at the end. And Andy's done a great job of finding ways to give everybody else all the credit adjusting to the current game adjusting to his personnel it's brilliant to watch it really is yeah that's how lucky we are in kansas city right now to be watching this yeah. I, I try to remind people all the time that this is not normal like this is the golden era of football in kansas city to mm -hmm. host four straight afc title games no other team in nfl history has ever hosted four consecutive title games and we have a chance to do it again this year so just enjoy this because yeah. this is not normal in the NFL. Matt McBoland's the uh, senior team reporter for the uh, the Chiefs, Chiefs.com. Also within the confines of this season, Matt, I think he's been really adjustable as well. He and that entire offensive staff. I don't know that they've had, like if they laid out the scenario, obviously the offseason took a lot of work because you're dealing with, okay, we're going to basically kind of throw everything out 
start over, see where this offense can be with this personnel group. And then you haven't had the full personnel group for a good portion of this year. I look back a few weeks ago and suddenly they pulled out the three tight end folder again, moved it to the front of the file cabinet and went, well, a couple receivers down. Uh, we'll play three tight ends and Justin Watson, and we'll just run that offense for today and see how that, and they just do that too. their ability to, to adjust week to week within a season based on personnel. I think it's been, is amazing. Yeah. Think about the chargers game earlier this year, the one in LA that basically would win the division. Right. And if the chiefs lose that game, it's game on. In mm-hmm. the division, if they can win it, they get a four-game lead that we're still clinging on to here. No Juju in that game. Uh, Kadarius Tony got hurt early in that game. No McCole Hardman in that game. No problem. You go to L.A. and beat the Chargers uh, by relying on guys like Sky Moore and Justin Watson, Mark Valdez scaling. So, uh, yeah, it's amazing what he's able to do and how he's able to adapt. And I think this offseason was probably a lot of fun for Coach Reed because you have so many new pieces and it's a new challenge. Mm-hmm. And he talks about that all the time. He enjoys the challenge of this, uh, and it's working so far this season, I'd say. I, I, I really like Sky Moore as a wide receiver. I know he's had his issues with the return game. That's more on them for putting him out there still. Than, but I think he's really good in the re, in the receiving game. Like I feel like he's got great great hands yeah I think his his mental toughness is impressive because it would be very easy for a young player to wilt in that moment Mm -hmm. but what I love uh, when that's happened this year when he's fumbled those punts the Chiefs go to him offensively almost right away and that says a lot about the coaching staff and a lot about Patrick Mahomes just make sure that you know his, his mental state is right and I love his quickness off the line I think he's going to grow into a really nice player for this team, particularly on like slants, short stuff, right? And use Mm -hmm. his quickness off the line because it's not always straight line speed that's important. Like how quick are you when you're out of your break? And he's very quick. So uh, he's going to grow into a good player for this team, I think. You don't always need your rookies to be, you know, 1,000-yard receivers right away. We can't judge guys based on their numbers and their stats. Like he's made big plays this season for this team and looking forward to him later on. Every once in a while, a rookie can be a rookie. Yeah. It's okay. And it's okay. Yeah. Like you can just kind of go through some, some lumps um, and then be the better for it later. Just learn from it. Right. Yeah. I don't even know if this offense has hit its top gear yet, man. We talk about people that haven't been in. You still got almost like, almost like a baseball trade deadline acquisitions coming pretty soon. McCall Hardman's going to come back. CEH might come back. Uh, Kadarius Tony might come back. We might not have even seen the ceiling of this offense yet. So correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we've seen McCole um, Hardman and Kadarius Tony on the field at the same time. I don't think we have, no. right? Because McCole got hurt after the San Francisco game, and Kadarius joined us obviously for the Tennessee game. So I don't think we've seen both of them on the field at the same time. That's going to be fun because already <laughs> we know what this offense can do without them. But if you add their speed on the field, their vertical speed and their lateral speed, using them on jet sweeps, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what you, they can you, do. You mentioned those two, but you didn't even include Sky Moore into that mix. Now, sure. now you've got three guys that can run out there, man, like quick. There's like a double double sweep coming, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm yeah. Saying. Where you toss some the ball kind of... to each other as you're running by. <laughs> yeah, some kind of playground play, right? Yeah. yeah. Tech mode, if Techmo doesn't call it defensively, ain't stopping it. Ain't it. Stopping it's getting, it. Getting yeah. around the, you around know, the You know what's always funny is to watch like the linebacker or the safety or whoever is assigned to one of those guys when the jet sweep is happening and they're running around and running circles around Patrick Mahomes and the, the defender's like, what am I supposed to do? You yep. know, because there's no way they can keep up with them. Always enjoy that. We're going to go over our uh, our checklist for the final four games. What we want to see happen over the next uh, four games. We're kind of tuning up for the postseason. They don't take it that way. Maybe we do a little bit. It is a roundtable uh, brought to you by Kansas Lottery. Matt McMullen of Chiefs.com in studio with us. More next. You're listening to Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Hey, this is Brett Veach. Please stop playing Brett Beach Town. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Break's over. 
And now that that's taken care of, and you've shown your appreciation, let's conclude the family business. Now, let's get back in to the round table. Yeah, I forgot I might have made the Don mad today. Um, it is the round table brought to you by Kansas Lottery. Matt McMullen, senior reporter for the uh, Chiefs at Chiefs.com. Who's the junior the reporter? Would that be Mitch? We actually have a junior reporter. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Her name is Catherine. Okay. I didn't know if yeah. you like it was just a, a made up title. She's like or... 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. And we used to joke around when the when the junior reporter was created because uh-huh. uh, it's like, you know, they bring them in and have them interview players and stuff. Mm-hmm. When I was just the Chiefs reporter, I was like, well, do we need a senior team reporter? And now I actually am that. Nice. I turned 30 in two months. So, Oh, congratulations. Nice. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Two Hangovers are terrible. Yeah. You got the title. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you need to get that title just in case that junior reporter is good. Because yeah, you're looking over your shoulder exactly going, oh, right. right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm 10-year-old kid here, yeah. It just passed the torch. We were talking about the quarterback thing earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, in like 10 years, well, I guess I'll just go somewhere else. And, that's right. Yeah. Hand it over to the junior reporter. Exactly. Yeah, 30 is a rude awakening, my friend. I'm already thinking about it. Don't worry. Yeah. Here we are. Damn, you're young. Uh, we're looking at the final quarter of the season. Four games remaining. He could be your father. Still, t- <laughs> it's like Brady and Purdy over here. Dad, um, <laughs> Tom Brady and and, uh, and Purdy. Um, four games remaining in the season. Still time to get better. I know that maybe a lot of fans are want to fast forward right now to the playoffs, but there are still four games to go. Maybe you, you take care of business. There's still some stuff to to get accomplished. But um, we kind of looked at our kind of final quarter of the season and ran through some of our our uh, kind of wish list for this Chiefs team in the final four. Matt, when, what comes to mind when you think of what you'd like to see get done in the final four games? Well, number one is stay healthy. That's my number one, too. Yeah, yeah. That's the biggest thing. Just, just get to the playoffs healthy. The Chiefs right now, knock on wood, are pretty healthy. And yeah. for this time of year, it's a good thing. Uh, I always tweet out the injury report uh, every day. There is one, and there's fans from other teams saying, how are the Chiefs so healthy? Right. So, again, knock on wood, but well, stay the, healthy. Well, the Texans have like 10 guys not practice earlier this week. I oh, mean, man, it's, yeah. it's, and that's just yeah. on the offensive side. Yeah, yeah. no, but, a lot of guys hurt around the league. So we're very fortunate how healthy we are, but mm-hmm. stay healthy. Uh, and just keep building momentum, I think, on both sides of the ball. Want to feel good going into the playoffs on both sides of the ball. Uh, I think we have the players to do it, and I think we have the talent to do it. I feel really good about this team uh, heading into the postseason. So let's just build momentum going into it, not feel like we're backing into it. Uh, this, and get the bye. But get the bye is the number one thing, and I think that's right there for the Chiefs. It is, and it, but it makes this like this Saturday's game. We've talked about it all week with this Buffalo-Miami thing. Like I do not want to see Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins at all in the playoffs, right? But I also want Buffalo to lose. And so, like, do you root for a tie? Like, what, 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 what are we doing on <laughs> Saturday? Tie would be good. Yeah. Tie, tie, would, tie yeah. would be good, right? That yeah. would that would demote Buffalo, right? If they tie. The Chiefs win. They tie, yeah. And so yeah. the Chiefs are 11-3. and three, They're 10-3-1. Okay, so yeah. we finally, finally like a tie on it. Right? Let's do a tie. Like a 3-3 like tie in the snow. Yeah, something like that. Just keep <laughs> the under because I got some money on that one. So um, <laughs> let's let's go with that. But, like, a, a tie would be perfect in this weekend's game, right? Yeah, a tie would work. I'd take that. We just need Buffalo to not win out is the idea. And the Chiefs right. have to take care of business, obviously. But whenever a good AFC team is playing, I always root against them. And then I realize this time of year that we're going to have to play good teams in the playoffs, no matter what mm-hmm. the beauty of the buy is if the things play out the way I think it will, I think Cincinnati is going to win the AFC North. I think Buffalo is obviously going to win their division. If Buffalo is the two and Cincinnati is the three and the chiefs are the one that means Buffalo and Cincinnati have to go through each other right. to play the chiefs. And that's the ideal scenario. I think the chiefs can beat anyone. And that's why it's important to have the one seed more than anything is what yes. you just said right there. Yeah. Exactly. Like, obviously we want the home you guys games sorted out over here. 
Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. if they have to play each other, and then, you know, whoever wins that game, it was a tough game, I'm assuming, obviously. Then you have to play the Chiefs. Very difficult for that team, as opposed to the Chiefs having to go through both of those teams. Yeah. So that's why I want the bye badly. The Chiefs can beat anyone, but it's certainly easier if Buffalo and Cincinnati have to play each other. But you also don't need the bye. I mean, we've seen the Chiefs have the bye and not make it, and we've seen the Chiefs have the bye and make it, too. Yeah. So it's it's all just, you know, it's all just kind of a flip of the coin, really. But I, I think, yes, you want the bye. It, I, I still think as much as we say it really does matter it does that extra week of rest is really really big going into the playoffs and it's just one week you don't have to play right i mean everyone else is playing against each other you know what the craziness that can happen on wild card weekend you don't have to worry about it and everyone else beats up on each other because i don't so think in the it. afc there's a pittsburgh hanging out there this year like so even if you get the two that seven seed man even if it's the freaking jets that defense may be the best in the nfl and sauce Gardner is the best defensive back in the league yeah the afc is loaded it's, it's loaded. There's so many good teams. I mean, it could be the Jets. It could be the Patriots. And I know the Patriots, you know, you look at them, you're like, I don't know how good they are this year, but it's Bill Belichick. You know, you want Chargers three. I don't no. you know. What I mean, yeah, like, they could yeah. factor into this thing, too. So yeah, they'd be a very tough seven seed. It is. It has changed quickly, too, because there was a while early on. I thought, oh, it's just Chiefs and Bills. Now you look at it and like mm, eight deep. Everybody gives you a problem. Nine deep. Yeah, those are all those are all scenarios that wouldn't be. The, the greatest thing in the world. I'd rather, yeah, not play that weekend. Yeah, because I think the tier one of AFC teams is Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, right? That's mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. But everyone else is pretty good. And you can yeah. make arguments for why they could beat anyone on any Sunday. So that's why getting that by, not having to worry about at least one of those games, you win two home games and go to the Super Bowl. And ideally, once again, Buffalo and Cincinnati have to play each other. That's the perfect route for the Chiefs, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, too. Let them take care of themselves, and then uh, we'll just sit here and watch the first weekend in our warm homes. It's the best. There's it nothing is. like a bye weekend when the Chiefs don't have to play. Yeah, and especially in the playoffs. That wild card weekend is, is bonkers, man. Yeah. yeah. And especially in the AFC this year. Like, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about how wild that weekend's going to be. Yeah, I don't want to. Let's just watch it. <laughs> Which is watch, watch it. Watch yeah, it. yeah. Watch I want to be on my couch watching, for that one. Watching it's great. Uh, extra check aside. Let's watch that. Right. Let's watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we talked a lot of offense defensively, uh, Matt, there, there's a new addition on the defensive line. That's kind of interesting too, to factor in. And I think still the defensive line to me is like the, if those guys go, this makes the chiefs team. That's that next notch. You can take that. If that defensive line is, is going, um, this this could take this team to another level. Yeah, you're talking about Brandon Williams. Yeah, right? yeah, Brandon yeah. Williams, ten year veteran, former Pro Bowler with the Ravens, comes in here, uh, got a half sack in his first game with the Chiefs. Did you guys see the social media post where he was talking about Mahomes' first touchdown pass, the one to Jarek, when he was just blown away? Well, first of all, uh, let's see who was it. It was Jarek talking to Isaiah Pacheco, and Jarek was talking about how he was ready for that play, and he's like. Well, he's either going to run it or do some crazy stuff. Crazy stuff it is. <laughs> I just love that. Like, that should be like the motto for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Crazy stuff it is. It was great to see, though, because he was like, this is the newbie. You know, and he's like, oh, my God, did that just happen? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Williams is walking around. He's like, he just walks and just and flips it. You know, he just goes, what? Just, what? And like, it's like, yeah, welcome to Kansas City. It's no big deal. It's, you know, so that again, one was different, though. Yeah. Even, for, even yeah. for all of us yeah. that have seen every play, we're still like, holy crap. You know, well, fans at Mile High, if you only watch Chiefs Broncos game, you think about the left-handed pass, yeah. right? And then you 
see that one, you're like, who is this guy? Right. Like, it's, it's just crazy. And then but, you look at the Broncos sideline, and they got a washed-up, never has been, and never will be playing quarterback. Yeah, it's tough. But Brandon Williams, good to see him get involved in that game. And, and the pass rush this year got its mojo back a little bit, I think, against the Broncos. Season high, six sacks in that game. Let's keep building that momentum, right? It's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, let's have a great game here against the Texans, build some momentum, uh, and just build the confidence of the defense. Because I truly believe they can do it, and they've looked really good at times this season. Some players that like to have back against Cincinnati and against Denver, but uh, I believe they can do it. So let's just build some momentum here moving forward. I don't hate that they're a little mad coming off last week, too, defensively. Well, they, they, they should be bad. I mean, they were kind of set up with three interceptions. Like, I'm not blaming the defense for much of that last week. I mean, there's some plays, obviously, you got to make plays, but three interceptions puts the defense in a tough spot. You get you just get off the field, and then, boom, you're right back out there on the field. That's tough to do, and I'm not making excuses, but that's just the reality of the thing. I guess I'm just not as down as the defense as some people. Like, I'm hearing a lot of negative energy towards the defense, and I'm like, Look at the points that they're giving up, though. They're, they're, they're not giving up a lot of what, still only one game where they've given up over 30, if I'm not mistaken, right? And there was that stretch where three of four, they only gave up 17. Like, I guess I'm just not as down on this defense as people want to be. Well, you know, one thing I find interesting, I don't understand this, is whenever I interview, like, national media people about the Chiefs, right? You guys probably see this, too. And they'll be talking about the defense, and they think they're complimenting it. And they say, listen, it'll never be a dominant defense. Why not? <laughs> like, why can't it be Why dominant? can't it be, though? And I think it's because... From a national perspective, they see Patrick Mahomes and this offense, Coach Reed. So it's all about the offense, right? Yeah. Well, the defense can be really good, too. And the defense has closed out games for the Chiefs this year. You think about some of the comebacks they've made this season. Uh, the comeback against the Raiders comes to mind, the 17-point comeback. Yeah. But it doesn't happen if the defense doesn't make plays. They don't beat the Chargers in L.A. if the defense doesn't make plays. The defense has looked really good at times this season. They're young, so they're still growing, right? But they're super talented uh, and hungry. So I'm excited to see what the defense can do moving forward. And let's just get that mojo moving here uh, against the Texans. I mean, you may be able to make that case if, like, you had a team that didn't allocate resources to their defense. Yeah. You know, like, the, oh, man, that team's all offense. All they do is draft offensive guys, and they just forget about the defense. No, the Chiefs have actually allocated a lot of resources in this last draft specifically. And all those guys are playing good. A couple of drafts uh, to, to improve the defense. So, yes, I, I think at some point in time we can probably all demand, right, a little bit, like, no, they should be an upper – this should be the uh, an upper-tier defense, and it's absolutely fine to be able to do that. Yeah, and I think the Chiefs were in an interesting position this past year where they're a team in a championship window and had 12 draft picks. And I, I think we have 12 draft picks again coming up this year, maybe 10 now because of the Tony trade. But you have a chance to load up on defense. And you yeah. got to remember, again, these guys are young. Like Joshua Williams out there, he was playing at Fayetteville State last season. Yeah. And he's sure there's some plays he'd like to have back, but he's been in position a lot and he's learning. So players like that, guys like Brian Cook, George Karloftis, Leo Chanel. So I'm excited to see how this defense can grow moving forward. Uh, and we'll need these guys here going into the playoffs. And look, that duo with Bolton and Gay at linebacker is just sick, man. Like, oh my God, every play those guys are making a play, it seems like, right? Gay's play last week, but Michael, or Michael Bolton, Nick Bolton makes tackle after tackle after tackle after tackle after play after play after play. After play. Yeah. I mean, how can anybody discount those guys? It's a Derek Johnson clone, right? Even DJ says like he's like better than I am. You <laughs> <laughs> know stuff I can't do. I couldn't do. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, even better. Like a 2.0. Yeah, DJ 2.0. I mean, this guy's getting 13, 14 tackles a game. DJ was only doing 10. Slacker. It's insane. The important thing though is the pass rush, and as long yeah. as the pass rush can keep getting better, uh, that's where this team will find success defensively. They already have more sacks this year than they had all of last season. Mm -hmm. So. 
when people complain about the pass rush, it's like it's significantly better. They have the fourth most sacks in the NFL. Yeah. So let's just keep that going moving forward. That's the important thing. I think the best thing for this defense is to best thing for the Chiefs in a perfect world is to have guys on the defensive line that make zero dollars and make big plays. Because I think we equate like Frank Clark's making this and Chris Jones is making that. Why aren't they having 100 sacks apiece? I mean, we all find ourselves into that realm as well at the same time. Because a guy like Mike Dana, who I really like, I'm like, that guy plays really great. You know, and he's not making any money. Maybe if he was making millions, we'd be like, oh, my God, he's not playing well enough. But we all look at that. Yeah, you money, would. Right? You would. Yeah, you would. You, you would, would, you would, would demand a little yeah, bit more if would. the paycheck goes up. It's just it's right. just kind of natural. It is. Yeah. It's just natural. That's what like, my for me for Chris Jones, like dominate every game, every place. When sir. he's a regular dude, they're like, man, he's really doing his job well. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's as soon natural. as you get that check, yeah, it's like, yeah. you better do more. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was nice that you had four sacks. Right. Did you and, know Josh yeah. got employee of the quarter for uh, for Odyssey? I you heard you say that on the radio. I was in the parking lot. I saw the parking space that says employee of the month. Did you park there? Sorry. Sorry. You had to climb over my car because I, I threw it up You're, at the curb. I told you your car is gone. You said you gave the keys to the valet this morning, and we don't have a valet. There's there no car parked oh, over there. Really? So, oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Better, better get on that. Yeah. yeah. Best of luck. All right. Um, that's enough of our Texans talk today, Matt. Thanks yep, for thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. <laughs> just, go a Texan. A, just go get a dub, right? Just go get a dub. Yeah. Take care of business. That's mm-hmm. the important thing, uh, and feel good about the performance. But it'll be warm. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that's nice. Maybe there'll be some sun. Yeah, maybe. It'll be good. Yeah. All right, what time are you what time are you on on uh, on Sunday? So Mitch and I will have our pregame show on Chiefs YouTube and Facebook at ten ten Central, Mitch. I believe. Mitch Holtis. Okay. Yeah, Mitch Holtis. Um, <laughs> fairly big deal. Yeah. Um, him and I In will be mind, yeah. on YouTube and Facebook uh, at ten ten. Then we'll have our postgame show uh, after the game as well on Chiefs YouTube and Facebook. And our podcast, Defending the Kingdom, with Mitch and I, uh, is on YouTube right now. Uh, so do you cheeseburger or chicken sandwich when you enter the plane? So every yeah. single time. I board that plane. I tell myself I'm not getting the cheeseburger. And then I board it and they're like, cheeseburger? And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I go and sit down. I, I have never rejected the cheeseburger because I, I'm incapable of rejecting free food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, I that's love part it. Of, that's part of it. You notice how hot the burger was uh, on the last flight on the way to Denver? I did not. Maybe, maybe no. you didn't get it. Didn't, it was like searing hot, but I powered through it and ate it. <laughs> The, the the stuff we have to go through to, yeah. to weather a road trip. Thanks, Got, Matt. That's Rick Bullen of uh, Chiefs.com, their senior reporter, uh, joining us here for the roundtable brought to you by Kansas Lottery. Time for our Chiefs game predictions. NFL picks brought to you by T-Mobile. Whether you're at home or away from your team, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long with the best 5G coverage in the game. 35 nothing Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might be closer to you this I week. I thought we were headed that way last week. When it was 27 odd. I'm like, oh, 35 nothing yeah, seems yeah, good today. Yeah. I'll yeah. ride with you on that one. All I'm right. going to ride with you on this one. 35 nothing. Normally, I'm trying to be the, the, the rational. Here's what I... No, just let's go... Let's go stomp these guys. All right. So Josh being Mr. Original. Let's go of the month. Them. I'm not making my own predictions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coasting now. I got oh, you already yeah. got the award. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm coasting on the here on out. It's a prestigious award. Yeah. <laughs> Fragile. Um going to go let me see what do we think 42 7 beat down oh wow took it took, took your normal took away the 17 away. yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're going back to 7 42 7 beat down yeah. uh breaking news in the nfl mike what? white not starting this week zach wilson back in the starting uh, lineup for the jets <laughs> man again and there you go there's your continue yeah. thank thanks thanks to the chiefs yep. thanks for Mahomes. yep thank you thank you thank you other teams have to do stuff yep. like Mm-hmm. He is uh, Fesco's biggest fan each and every week. He listens to the show. He takes tons of notes. You can sometimes hear the paper uh, flicking in the background as he delivers what we learned. Brought to you by Jay's Southland Toe, the one, the only Billy Coons. 
this is Billy Coons. This is what we learned on Fesco in the morning for this week on Monday. Bob and Josh recap the Kansas City Chiefs win against the Denver Broncos 34-28 in which the Chiefs dominated most of the first and second quarter. And then Patrick Mahomes got interception crazy and threw three picks. And Bob and Josh say the border showdown between Kansas and Missouri wasn't much of a game as Kansas hammered Missouri. And Bob and Josh say Isaiah Pacheco has a motor runs hard every time he touches the ball. And he had a really good game Sunday against the Broncos and sealed the deal with his 11-yard run at the end of the game. On Tuesday, Bob and Josh say Travis Kelsey is a little banged up, but the Chiefs have so many weapons on offense, including Isaiah Pacheco, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, Noah Gray, Justin Watson, Sky Moore, and others to help Patrick Mahomes out. And Bob and Josh say the Miami Dolphins and Buffalo Bills could be playing in a snowball this weekend and Bob and Joss hope the game isn't moved and we learned the tragic news that Mike Leach has passed away as head coach of uh, what, uh, the Mississippi State Bulldogs and we learned the sad news legend Bob he's scared of dying and we can't let that happen since he's the most important person in Kansas City on Wednesday we learned legend Bob he's an expert on Beavis and Butthead the cartoon characters and Bob and Joss say Tyreek Hill was up on a podcast with Shannon Starp and was upset he has only targeted uh, more than two or three times in a game, which is a total lie because some games he's targeted more than 11 times a game. On Thursday, Bob and Josh uh, said the Kansas City Chiefs have the uh, best, have not seen the best offense yet because of the injuries to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Blake Bell, and McCall Hardman. But when they get all three back, the Chiefs' offense should be deadly in the playoffs. And finally... Bob and Josh are hoping the Kansas City Chiefs keep wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster since he's been a uh, great offensive player for the Chiefs. Andy Reid says he's hard to stop, and hopefully they'll get him next year. It's a great week to listen to Iowa Josh, B-Dub, and America's Hero, My Hero, Legend Bob. Talk to you later. Plus or minus, he gives you the recap of the week. You can always catch up 610sports.com or via the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for free. And if you knew, missed the newest addition to our show, Lurleen, the trailer park queen, 9 o'clock this morning, she debuted her new song here on 610 Sports Radio called Trashy Woman. <laughs> yes, that happened. That happened. Live. Right. Mitch Holtz's voice of the Chiefs also dropped by, and Matt McMullen of uh-huh. Chiefs.com just dropped by for the roundtable as well. If you missed any of it, as always, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. Uh, from the text line, I'm tuning in to Fesco in the morning, my favorite time, the ending. Oh, very good. <laughs> I, I wish that gentleman a Merry Christmas. I hope you have a, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, sir. Uh, that's our favorite time, too. That's, yeah, that's, that's we're leaving. <laughs> our weekend starting, you know and your week is not, weekend Friday is not starting. 9.55, heck yes. Yeah, peace let's, out. Let's go. Have a safe trip to and from uh, Houston. Noon, noon game on Sunday. That's right. Repeat it for everybody. Noon game on Sunday. Go to the original Ninfas in Houston. There's a gentleman that I know that lives down in Texas that knows how to eat. The original mm. Ninfas mm. is mm. the suggestion, and I've been there, and I will tell you it is fantastic. 12 noon, the kickoff on Sunday. I'll join Mitch Holtis, Dane, and Hughes on the call on 106.5 The Wolf. Our pre coverage gets underway at 9 both on the Wolf and right here on 610 Sports Radio. And then Binkley after the game, complete post-game coverage right here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, Lurleen will take you out. That'll do it for us. Cody and Gold are next on 610 Sports Radio. It's like share for you. This trashy woman wants you to stay.
the dogs is neutered and the cats is spayed and Bubba won't be home from jail for 30 days talk to you later tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Donchich the step back three you bet music you set my world on fire yes, and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.